What is up and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Lovers Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Gordon, and today I'm going to be going over the last and final division with the AFC South's Dynasty Value Picks. First, I'm going to be going over players my followers think are the best values. Then, you know, I'll sprinkle in a little bit of my own, you know, uh, that weren't mentioned. So, starting off with Fantasy Football Duo... They have Brandon Cooks, and I really like this one. As long as he's, you know, his health doesn't get in the way. Because he has been able to produce, you know, no matter where he goes. And he is still fairly young and able to, and you're able to get him, you know, about, um, you know, at the wide receiver four and 93rd overall. You know, he can not only bring value, but what happens if you know, also the injury-riddled Will Fuller goes down. He slides into that wide receiver one role for Deshaun Watson. You know, who's going to be throwing him the ball. And and that's just instant production, you know, on a weekly basis, no matter what. Beast mode. Next, up from uh, first-round fantasy with A.J. Brown, who I, I'm a little iffy as, you know, for per value sake is you know he's the wide receiver nine and 21 overall but i do love him in dynasty not so much in redraft as you know i'm not too sure he's going to be able to produce with that type of efficiency every year but you know only time's going to tell for that one as for talent he has all the physical traits that you'll ever want you know he's a brick disguised as a wide receiver with a jetpack and has glue on his hands, a.k.a., you know, he's pretty damn good. So, again, I, I like Brown a lot, but but I need one more year of proven success in this system that he's in uh, for me to really trust him. The Truth Serum FF and A. It's Forest both think King Henry is a value for Dynasty as the RB12 and 26 overall. I, for one, don't really like Henry in general for fantasy, as I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash for this, but, you know, he isn't utilizing the passing game enough. And until that happens, I don't want him. As I'm mainly in PPR leagues, or even half PPR, where I prefer Eckler over him. Now, now I do think he's a man amongst boys when on the field, but but that's real life football, and that's totally different from fantasy, as how you know, Jameis Winston was good for fantasy teams, but god awful in real life. So you know, like if hypothetically, you know, if Henry was uh, to go to the Seahawks, you know, my favorite team, I would love that as a fan. But again, unless unless he's using the passing game more, I, I wouldn't want him on my fantasy team, you know, especially for how much he costs. Now, also, a-, a Forrest also said that Deshaun Watson is a nice value, which is true to a degree. You know, as, as he is a top five quarterback every year, and he's going as the QB5, 61 overall. And, and you know, he has the abilities and, uh, you know, how, how would I say it? Like, he's, he's got the traits as a rushing quarterback as well as you know to to develop as a as a better passer but we have to see 
on a more consistent basis for this future now without DeAndre Hopkins, you know, to see and appreciate his value more. Because for all we know, DeAndre Hopkins could have been making him look good, which, you know, in some cases he did. But, you know, you take a a generational talent like Hopkins out of your offense, and, and, and we'll see where, where and what type of player Deshaun Watson truly is. And, and this is a, a make or break year, in my opinion, for, for Deshaun Watson. And, and then once that happens, then, you know, I'm going to have complete faith in him, kind of like Wilson and Mahomes, who they're, they're going to produce no matter what and no matter who's on the field. Next, from NFL underscore polls dot season, thinks Jonathan Taylor is the best value. And technically, he could be. Because this will probably be the only time you can ever get him not in the first round. As he's going as the RB11 and 20th overall, making him a steal for dynasties. And I completely love him this year. I have him in a crap ton of leagues as my RB3 and 4. And and I think he's a league winner, in my opinion, uh, this year. As, as he's going to more than likely carry your team to the fantasy playoffs because he's going to take over that role. He's going to, you know, Marlon Mack's not going to be even in, in the picture anymore, man. Like, people keep saying, you know, Marlon Max, you know, he's a he's a decent running back. You know, how can you, how can you take him off the field if you can see that he's produced? This is like the Cowboys offensive line whenever they threw DeMarco Murray back there. They threw uh, 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 Darren McFadden. You know, you, you put anybody back there, and they're monsters. They're great. They can produce. Marlon Mack, all you need is a decent running back, and Marlon Mack is a decent running back. He's not great. He's not phenomenal. He doesn't have the height, weight, speed of Jonathan Taylor. So, yes, I, I think... The talent is going to supersede Marlon Mack 1,000% near the the middle and the, the back half of the year. And, and you're going to see why that, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor is just such a steal this year because he's he's dominated in college year in and year out. And he, he proved at the Combine that it, it's not just, you know, the O-line at Wisconsin that was making him look good. This guy has all the physical traits that you're ever ever going to really want to build a running back kind of like Saquon like I honestly think he's the next Saquon Barkley and you know it just gives me chills thinking about him you know making me want to freaking roster bait to the thought of him winning me championships for years to come because I got him for so goddamn cheap anyways uh <laughs> in other news you know from uh the FF man we have Johnu Smith and LaVisca Chenault where I can definitely see both of these guys as great values for down the road, or even this year for Smith's case. So, you know, for Smith, he's the tight end 15 and 146th overall, but he has the build and the skills and the snap share and the speed and the strength. You can see where I'm going with this. I can go on and on. And pretty much to say that he's got it all. He's got the whole package to be an elite tight end in the league. All he needs now is the volume. You know, he needs targets, which this could be the year with Delaney Walker completely gone, and the Titans didn't add much to go into the receiving game in general, you know, other than, you know, Darrington Evans. But all he's really doing is filling the Deion Lewis role. And I think he's got this in the bag. 
and he will be a top 10 tight end this year from here and year year in and year out from from here on out now for Chenault, i have a ton of optimism for him you know in this offense with Minshew at quarterback and i wouldn't necessarily want him in his rookie year especially with this weird offseason you know minimal time to learn everything however i think by next year he can be a better cordero patterson who can actually be utilized more in the passing game and you know, still be used as like a gadget guy, you know, taking handoffs and sweeps, you know, just adding value to his name. He will be the wide receiver two next year in this offense, as I think, you know, obviously DJ Chark will be the guy uh, for, for them for, for years to come. But that still has value. And, and I see him as a consistent wide receiver three and four in fantasy. Real quick, I just got to let you guys know about Monkey Knife Fight, which is the fastest growing daily fantasy sports game. Their website is ridiculously user-friendly and easy to navigate through. And if you sign up today using my promo code FFLOVERS, you will get up to a $50 match on your first deposit. That's free money, guys. Sign up today and join the fun that Monkey Knife Fight has to offer. Because, you know, as of right now, you're missing out. Next up from Nick underscore La Puerta is Ryquel Armstead. And this is a definite dynasty stash. As we don't know what's going to happen with Leonard Fournette next year, or, or even this year for, the, for that matter. As you know, he, he might be traded uh, this year, or, or uh, next year he might be signed to a new team. I have a feeling since the Jags didn't pick up his fifth year option, they probably won't bring him back unless it's for cheap. So I can see them putting putting money elsewhere and allowing Armstead to actually take over as the lead back as he has the profile to do it. You know, he's got the nice, you know, height, weight, speed prospect and showed last uh, last year in the, the last week of the year. You know, he, he can be a three down back. He's, he's got that just fine. So don't sleep on this guy as his value could be astronomical next year. And you're getting him as the RB 62, 197th overall. AKA dirt cheap. Nick underscore Laporta, Dalton underscore key ninety seven, and T underscore Spurls four five five four all said the same guy, which is the one and only Michael Pittman. And I've been teeter tottering over this one for a while as I, I do really like Rivers as he fits, you know, that Vincent Jackson mike williams type of role and, and he can be huge for red zone you know end zone targets but the only problem is i, I don't know how long he, you know philip rivers he himself is going to be there as their quarterback so his role and usage might take a huge hit in the near future depending on who comes in as the replacement you know other than that i, I think he's a stud and and he's going to be a great wide receiver as he he does have the size and skill to be kind of like an A.J. Green. But, you know, I also, you know, I guess I do have a slight concern also as his floor could also end up being kind of like uh, J.J. Ortega Whiteside and do absolutely nothing. Even with the high draft, draft capital like Ortega Whiteside was as a second round pick. So, you know, there's also that. Hey, guys, sorry for the interruption, but. I just have to let you know about Thrive Fantasy. It's a daily fantasy sports app for player props. 
They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. And you only have to choose half of the players given to you for the lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The riskier the pick, the more points you get. Rack up the points to win a share of the prize pool. Also, use promo code FFLOVERS, no space, when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant match on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the app or Play Store or simply by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and hashtag prop up today. Lastly, from Raw Sports Talk, he said the Colts. Whether he meant the team or the defense, I'm not too sure. But I'm going to talk about their defense. As there are some dynasty leagues where they're, that are uh, you know 14 to 16 team leagues. And having a couple defenses is nice to have. So the Colts have a very sneaky, good, and young defense. With guys like Darius Leonard, Malik Hooker, and DeForest Buckner as their anchors for this team. You know, I can see them having a ton of sacks with Justin Houston and Buckner terrorizing up front and Leonard and uh, uh, Bobby Okoriki is, I believe, his name. They're they're a great tandem at linebacker. You know, watching them on film, they they can take on whatever comes their way. And Rocky Asin still has some learning to do, you know, on the outside. And if uh, Xavier Rhodes can get back to, like, not even his all-pro form, but just like a Pro Bowl form. You know, they're going to have enough talent to make, make plays and, you know, get interceptions, all that good stuff. And, and you, you know, when you get the sacks and the interceptions while not allowing also not many points, I think that's pretty much all you want in a fantasy defense. Am I right? All right. And now I have a few guys that I love. One is Paris Campbell, who I've talked about before, as I really do think that he just, you know, got hit with some bad luck of, you know, timing of the injuries. And and he's going to have a major bounce back this year, which, you know, I really think he's going to shoot himself back up into fantasy relevancy. You know, he's a better fit for Rivers as he's the primary slot guy and can feast in Frank Reich's type of offense. And he's going to be... The Keenan Allen for this offense, in my opinion. Another guy is Josh Oliver, who is one of the most underrated guys at the tight end position, as we are all talking about Ian Thomas and Jonu Smith as these athletic tight ends coming into a more prominent role. And I know they've signed Tyler Eifert, and, and I and I know that you know he just landed on the IR again, which which does make me a little bit more weary. But, you know, his asking price is just going to drop even lower than it is, which even means even less risk because, you know, he's already right now the tight end 38 and 278th overall. So pretty much undrafted in most leagues. And, and I know that they signed, you know, Tyler Eifert, but I don't see him as any bit of a threat to Oliver. You know, and I think talent's going to win out no matter what. So uh, that that's just another reason why I like Josh Oliver. Just like Josh Oliver, my next guy is Cahill Waring, 
who is a stud muffin, but got also injured last year, so he couldn't show off his skills. But I don't see Darren Fells or the Jordan Bros starting in front of him if he remains healthy. The best part? He's the bottom of the barrel kind of pick, as he's the tight end 58, 380, uh, 347th overall. So there is zero risk, all reward for him. That's my kind of dynasty stats right there. And that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed this shit. And, you know, if you guys never want to miss it, be sure to follow and subscribe to the channel. And if you want even more information and to be shouted out on here, go follow me on Instagram at FantasyFootballLovers. And also, be sure to go and check out the merch as well, you know, so you can rep the brand. All right. I'm out of here, y'all. Peace.